Good evening, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. And welcome to episode 17, Isaac, in case you had lost count of nothing but stuff. Uh, And I've decided to start with a different tact this week because no one ever likes or subscribes or anything like that to us. Uh, We're just going to wait until they do at the start of this one. So whenever you're ready out there, everyone. I can... I can just hear the faint sounds of fapping. (laughs) (laughs) It's a different tactic, I'll be honest, but we have to get bold. We have to get bold. And so ended nothing but stuff. Um, (laughs) It just dissolved into silence. (laughs) Now, what we should do, what would be the best, is if we just release this with an hour of silence at the uh, after it and then welcome to episode 18 of nothing but stuff everyone and um, yeah double feature on that note i heard of uh some movie maker trolling like the classification board in america for films and he made a 10-hour film called paint drying and it's literally guess what <laughs> paint drying but they have to watch every single minute to to give it a classification so you just yeah trolling them <laughs> oh, was oh i saw that there's a similar thing there was an artist who got paid like it was something like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something by an art museum to do a piece this is the reason he just handed it? It, yeah he handed in blank canvases and called it take the money and run yeah, and he's now being sued and he's, yeah. being, he's being interviewed on the bbc like fuck them <laughs> How did they not know? Idiots. (laughs) It's like legend. Amazing, amazing. But (laughs) we should probably uh, dive into it. Isaacs, have you got any um, before? Perhaps there might be something before recent stuff. Have you got any any infos, any tidbits for the people out there? Any any fun facts? Fun facts? Ooh, my stuff. Yeah, I've got a fact stuff for you. Uh, Told me by one of my colleagues who was Mm. a spider geneticist. Um, said that there's a certain (laughs) literally every time (laughs) I'm just going to make that joke every time Uh, Mm -hmm. okay so there's a certain species of spiders where the male gifts like a a web silk wrapped uh, item of food to the female for some transactional mating Uh, but some of the males wise up and just wrap up like rocks or berries (laughs) and give it to them (laughs) and then fuck off (laughs) that's fun fact I mean, just men. We're just terrible, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, right. Uh, what's your fun fact? fact I have stuff. no fun facts. I just wanted to see if you had one. Well, I did. So how do you feel now? Piece of shit. I, I think we should call it fun stuff, not fact stuff. Fun stuff. You always try and go for some like weird curveball name for the segments, and then you look at our segments and they're just so uh, straightforward. So, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll excuse myself. Um, yeah. I'm looking for a replacement for <laughs> my co-host. <laughs> what, have, what have you been doing recently in Baldur's Gate? Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't done anything other than play Baldur's Gate, same as last week, so we'll try and keep it brief. Um, <laughs> just advancing with my new character, who's a paladin. Um, Evil good. Have I done any... Uh, good, I'm going hardline good. Are you non lethaling um, Non-lethal attacks. No, not no, it, no, 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 no. I'm, complete, I'm a paladin. It's completely pointless. Like it, you don't and get anything I'm, from it. No, and you're also in a situation where as soon as you use something like fire, you can't non-lethally yeah. use fire. So even when, like, at one point, I was like in the main city of Baldur's Gate, like digging up a grave. <laughs> <as you do. laughs> I'm being like really and, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you know, it, 
Good line, good. Um, <laughs> and all these guards saw me, and so they, I tried to weasel said, my way hey, out. Hey, that's bad. <laughs> and you're like, no, I'm hardline good. <laughs> exactly. I protect the innocent and the weak, um, but that's not the guards. Uh, so they all attacked me, and I was just like, right, mm-hmm. I, I am trying to be relatively good. So I toggled on uh, non-lethal damage, but killed someone with fire. So like one of the four died. <laughs> And I'm just like, well, I mean, I can try my best, but it's not oh, fucking easy when that shit's going on. So you just murdered all the guards in your hardline good one. I mean, they shouldn't have got in your way. See, you can always justify it. Good is subjective. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And paladins, like all the paladin options, whenever it comes up with a dialogue option, are always things like, "I will destroy you. <laughs> you go against my oath." So it's not like they're, it's not like they're pacifists. <laughs> no, they're just, they're just very, very. I mean, just imagine like a crazy Catholic priest, like a crusade, <laughs> a genuine crusader, like back in the day. It's just like, "I'll kill you in Jesus's name." I'm hardline <laughs> good, bedded, bedded. <laughs> um, well, I was j- kind of joking about the Baldur's Gate, but I'm still enjoyed hearing about it uh i obviously have only mostly been playing Baldur's gate but my recent Mm -hmm. stuff lewis um i just thought i just saw something recently that was quite cool uh it's called blue-eyed samurai uh and it's on netflix it is yeah it's like brand new um it's i mean so it's because it's brand new i for once won't do spoilers uh but the premise is a um mixed race Japanese white um, I don't actually know I think they're French I'm not sure um, kid in Japan uh, who is also a girl um, grows up to be a samurai it's kind of Mulan kind of premise like you know oh, just like pretending have to, to put a bloody woman in pretending there, to be a boy it? but it's it's funny it's brutal like fucking brutal uh and it's just nice. really good it's really good i'd, I'd recommend it blue-eyed samurai on netflix came out just yeah. now 2023 whenever you're listening to this yeah, I mean, this won't be out by then. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> well, we, we record a little. I mean, we we did try and record a lot ahead, um, but life gets in the way, you know. Well, so now we're like scrambling to release. Well, I listen to loads of podcasts, and they're saying like, "Oh, that thing in May," and it's like, I don't know when the fuck you recorded this. <laughs> like May when? Twenty twelve? I don't yeah. know. So I just thought I'd add the little year on there and you know, help the future other anal bastards out there like me. Um, mm. That's what they call me at work, anal bastard. Um. Mm. So that was fun. I'm off. Mm. Good night. That was that was a brisk, brisk, a brisk. brisk. It was brisk. <laughs> Fortunately, I can edit this. So <clears throat> <laughs> that was a brisk uh, recent stuff. Do not agree, <laughs> I. How well enunciated, Lewis. Um. <laughs> oh well, I do try my best. Uh, uh, moving on. <laughs> moving swiftly down into the deep winding road of quiz stuff. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm not. Gonna I haven't s- been quizzed for a while. Yeah, you got me. What did we have last time? It was a good one. Shit. Should we, ne- we should never bring a, up the It past. was a Marvel one. It was it was the hardest MCU uh, yeah. quiz. That's right, that's right. And, and it was I, I got like half. <laughs> well, I basically made up two extra points, which you did get. Um, look, look, Lewis, let's not dwell on the past. Um, I'm not going to tell you what the title of this one is. 
Uh, it's not it's not Classic. a knowledge quiz. You like to do the knowledge quizzes. Not, to be fair, I got you on the uh, backstage one too. Um, I just go on fucking BuzzFeed. I'm like, yeah, I'll do. Um, so, Lewis. It's the finest news source that we have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what extra class would you take for school? An art. <laughs> They've spelt it wrong. An art course? An art. Oh, wait. So... so- <laughs> Sorry, so this is a going to be a quiz where you answer random things, and then it's going to be like you know, yeah. you're going to be like Lewis. What random thing are you? Yeah. Completely like Kinda. out of nowhere, Kinda. and then I'm going to try and guess, and then it's probably either going to be wildly wrong or weirdly close. It's never anything in between because they're so specific, and then I just sit there just like. Well, you know, ask me some actual questions like when you did the movie trivia one and I absolutely fucking aced it. Oh, okay. Okay, next time I'll get you with a knowledge one about something fucking inane. And I'll try and get I'm gonna try and get you get to have zero out of what, whatever it is. What kind of uh, glass would one use in an F C twelve beaker I'll just, in a laboratory? I'll just get like a GCSE maths paper. Oh, <laughs> I'd fucking love that. I'd smash it. <laughs> I would not. Lewis, let me get on with my fucking bullshit already. Uh, and I, all of these they spelt course wrong and put coos. So uh, <laughs> there's no R. What irony? Ex- what ex- yeah, right. What extra <laughs> class would you take for school? An art course, a foreign language course, a free class slash study hall, or a music course? <laughs> Such a weird group of like potential answers. So art, art, foreign language, free free class, or music. I mean, I'd probably go for art because... You're a loser, um, yeah, moving on. How would a relative describe you? Fun, sweet, smart, happy. A relative. (laughs) You're so smart. (laughs) Yeah, no, they wouldn't say that. Oh, he's so fun. I am. Have you you met my boy, Lewis? He's so sweet. (laughs) No, no, this one's better. This one's better. Have you met my boy, Lewis? He's so happy. (laughs) Be happy, Lewis. (laughs) I'm having the best time. We're definitely editing that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Fun, sweet, smart, happy. Fun. Yay. Um, How would that one friend describe you nerdy annoying dramatic weird i hope my friends don't think i'm annoying like (laughs) or weird and dramatic like fuck that guy (laughs) (laughs) i mean weird yeah i got a lot of weird friends um your weird friends wouldn't call you weird (laughs) (laughs) nerdy annoying dramatic weird we're all nerds. Let's go with nerdy. Oh, yeah. I mean, nerds. I record a podcast, so... Pick a Disney princess. Rap- oh, easy. <laughs> Rapunzel, Mulan, Ariel, Belle. Mm. Let's go with animated Mulan. She's a badass. Live-action Mulan's a fucking twat. Okay, I've got, I can see your fetishes. Uh, pick mm. an apple to eat. A red one... <laughs> A green one, <laughs> a toffee, a, red one. a toffee one, or just like the—it's just a picture of like a bunch of slices of apples, and it looks like they've got like spices or pepper on them. I can't tell. Apple pile, red apple, green apple, toffee apple. Let's go toffee, sweet tooth. Okay, okay, okay. What do you do in your? Free... <laughs> it says, "What do you do in your free time?" And then I just saw the thumbnails first. One of them was just like a curled-up fist. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not. It's that. What that thumbnail is for? Hang out with friends because he's like bonesing it with someone or she. Fist I guess. bumping. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you do in your free time? Fist bump. <laughs> Listen to music, draw, or read. I mean, I've said a lot on this podcast about the fact that I read books, so I'll uh, say that I read books. Loser. Lastly. Uh, that, that's beautiful, actually. That was a really nice. Oh, I was going to edit this out, but I guess I need to leave it. In. It's a really nice timbre. Uh, lastly, which dwarf is your favourite from the original Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Do you need me to list off their names, or do you know them better than like off, you know, off my heart? I mean, we may have some listeners out oh, there there's... that can't remember them, unlike me. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Uh-huh. Sn- okay. There's seven dwarfs, but there's eight options. Okay. Ready? Sneezy. Doc, dopey, bashful, sleepy, grumpy, happy. Snow White is far better than the dwarfs. <laughs> I'm not into that sort of racial thing that's going on with that last one. Um, <laughs> I honestly could not give less of a fuck or have less of an opinion on this. So I'm going to go with Sneezy. I think he's underappreciated. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Da, 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 da. Oh my god, this is... I'm so disappointed I chose this quiz. Okay. Is it uh, it's what just kind of envelope? The answer, the answer doesn't even make sense. I'm not going to have oh. you guess it. The answer's fucking awful. Okay, so the, the title. Um, let's say Snow White... This is the whole title starting now. Let's say Snow White and the Dwarfs adopted you into the group. Let's reveal your new name. Do you want to hear what your new name is, Lewis? You're one of the dwarves. Oh, is it Sneezy? <laughs> well, like, that's what I mean, like, I guess it's just as shit. Your your new dwarf name is Musical. What? What? Me- it should be, like, Music-y? Or, like, Music Guy? <laughs> I literally, there was one question yeah. which involved music, and I didn't pick that answer. <laughs> so what, I'm the guy, like, so... Let's get this straight. We're remaking Snow White and the Eight Dwarfs. <laughs> You've been abducted. <laughs> uh, and you. I'm just in the corner, at, like sneezy sneezing, Doc's doing his medical shit, Grumpy's in a bad mood. And then there's me in the corner, fucking finger painting, and they're like, yeah, that's musical over there. <laughs> yeah, that's musical. And I'm just like, I don't just, sing, I don't know why. The description is, maybe you like to sing, or perhaps you just like to listen to your favourite artist 24-7. Either way, you have that musical bone. Hold on, what fucking artists are the dwarfs listening to? Yeah, <laughs> also... this quiz? When it came to the hobbies, I picked the one that you do in silence, <laughs> if that makes anyone feel better. There's nothing in here about music. <laughs> There's one question, and I didn't choose it. That's so good, because it's so bad. And I'm not... What the fuck is that quiz, Isaac? <laughs> like, let's do a different one. Have You're... you got a better quiz? Um, what, on BuzzFeed? That's going to be difficult. I don't care. Like, Oh yeah, the, the quality seems great. You want me to just find you a, a quick BuzzFeed quiz and to just rattle it off real quick? Yeah, like, what's my porn star name? (laughs) Sorry, but this Disney opening scene quiz is only for the biggest fans. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to suck at this. Let's go. Apparently, men think about the Roman Empire non-stop, so I made them this impossible quiz. (laughs) Yes, there we go. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Okay. (laughs) How long was Britain under Roman rule? This is going to be really exciting. 
Is it? Do I have to be super specific? I got or is options. There a range? There's options. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. How long was Britain under rule from Romans? Fifty uh -huh. to a hundred years. A hundred to two hundred years. Three hundred, four hundred, four hundred, five hundred. Let's go to three to four. Three to four. Correct. Britain was invaded in forty-three A.D. Fuck, Lewis. You've already ruined my try and get you a zero. Uh, <laughs> bullshit. Uh, well, so, I think about the Roman Empire a lot, I think, so... So it was, yeah, ruled for three and a half centuries, and so it's, like, ruled for more than America's been around. Oh, this is bad. This is the beginning of the question. Oh, and who was emperor during the Roman conquest of Britain? Was it Claudius, Caligula, that sounds brutal, Nero, or Tiberius, conquest uh, of Britain? Don't think it was Caligula. What are the other ones? Claudius, Nero, Tiberius. Let's go Claudius. Okay, okay. Correct, you piece of shit. Claudius is actually the first emperor to be born outside of Italy. True or false, women could be gladiators? It's probably false. a trick question. Oh, it was true, mate. Yes. Yes. While it was, Never seen anything about that. While it was rare, women did sometimes fight in the arena. The gladiatrix. <laughs> a, oh, a term, yeah, I should know that, because that's where you get dominatrix from. A term coined in the 1800s. Oh, yeah, you should know that. You should know that, Lewis. Mm. Um, who were the mythic founders of Rome? Ugh, easy. Romulus and Remus. Romulus and Remus. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> what did the Edict of Milan do? <laughs> Bullshit, boring questions. What did the Edict of Milan do? It established religious tolerance for Christians. It established Milan as the new capital of the Roman Empire. It outlawed gladiator fights. It authorized the invasion of Egypt. Uh, let's go Egypt. Wrong! Religious tolerance for Christians. Ah, oh, that was my... Oh, really? I thought that was going to be something to do with Constantinople. No, you piece of shit. What does SPQR stand for? Do you want me to read off some Latin? Well, I need some answers. Senatus yeah. Pactusque Romulus Saccare Pactusque Rebellus I mean, English would be better, but I guess you don't have that option. Sacramentum Pactusque Regnum Senatus Populuscus <laughs> Try that one again. Senatus Populusque Romanus I mean, if you had it in English, I think I'd have a much better chance here. I'll say it again in English. Senatus Pactus Gus Romulus. Sicari Pactus Gus. <laughs> I know. And <laughs> so cheeky. Just pick uh, one. It's not four. number three. Let's go four. Correct! <laughs> uh, the Senate and the people of Rome. That's what it means. Mm. Uh, true or false? Gladiator sweat was a popular commodity. Yes. True. Oh yeah, Gladi gladiators would scrape sweat off their skin bottle and sell those bottles to their fans. Oh my god, is it the first only fans? Um, what was the minimum amount of time a Vestal Virgin had to serve as a priestess? 15, 30, 45, it was a lifetime obligation. And the question one more time? Minimum amount of time a Vestal Virgin had to serve as a priestess, Lewis. Oh, easy, obvious. Let's go 15. Wrong! 30 years. It was just a random choice, mate, wasn't it? Uh, how many times was Caesar stabbed? 23, 27, 31, 34. 27? Wrong! Um, 23. 
Uh, <laughs> sorry, just giving you way too much pleasure shouting at you. Uh, which emperor's death triggered a period of conflict known as the Year of the Four Emperors? Nero, Vitellius, Hadrian, Flavius. Oh, actually, I've heard about this. Um... Nero, Vitellius, Hadrian, Flavius. Let's go, Nero. Correct. You piece of shit. Which Roman ruler had a relationship with Cleopatra the Seventh? Octavius, Hadrian, Romulus, Augustulus, or Marcus Antonius? Say the options again. Octavius, Hadrian, no. Romulus, no. Augustulus, Marcus Antonius. I think Marcus Antonius. I think that's. Um, Is it? Yeah, it was indeed. She Caesar's mate. Yeah, and she, no, one of Caesar's mates. Yeah, you're right. Caesar's mate, and uh, they both fucked her actually. Um, when did people stop using the aqueducts built during the Roman Empire? 1827, 1627, 1289. One of the aqueducts is still in use! Probably the last one. Correct! I do not want to drink that water! Uh, well, I'm of... imagining they've done maintenance <laughs> on it. One of these was not eaten by the Roman elite. Flamingos, stuffed dormice, parrot tongue, or llama eyeballs. It's good to know that three of them are, were eaten by the Roman elite. Uh, stuffed mice. Uh, wrong! Llama eyeballs, you idiot. Uh, that was genuinely my second option, but I thought, nah, they probably have like them on hand. You've prompted a gif of James Corden making a Hmm, slightly impressed face. Uh, apparently, men think about the Roman Empire non-stop, so I made them this impossible quiz. Pretty good! Exclamation mark! Your knowledge of the Roman Empire, much like the period of kings, is certainly significant, but not all-encompassing. How does that feel, Lewis? Not That's all, fine. Not all-encompassing. What was my actual score? 8 out of 13. It's alright. That's not bad. That's, That's right. over half. That's alright. I really That's hope the... That. Audience enjoyed that pivot to a like, history lesson after, yeah. after just total bullshit. This is just probably the worst seggy we've ever done, to be honest. I don't know. Um, you talk quite a lot in some of the uh, other ones. There, there, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it is. Um All right. Well, I'm glad I took you on that clunky fucking journey. Um, speaking of... Impromptu second the- quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of clunky fucking journeys, Ad Astra mm. 2019. Oh, what a what a beautiful segue into our, <laughs> our movie stuff of the week. That was pretty great. God, I'm good at this. Mm. I'm a natural. Um, uh, so right, let me get my notes. My first one straight out the bat is it's Brad Pitt, and he says in his internal monologue. I will not allow my mind to linger on that which is unimportant, and then just stares at Liv Tyler. <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So It's a bold statement. It's uh, a bold statement. Ad Astra. So I saw this in the cinema. Um Did you? I, I didn't did. know you saw it in the cinema. I did. A long time ago now. Well, twenty nineteen. Um to be honest, like my wife didn't get on with it. I it came, I think its biggest fault is that it came out too close to Interstellar. Because um, it's just so easy to draw a comparison. Interstellar is just probably better in every way. But I will say I did enjoy this movie. 
to a certain extent. Mm. It has mm-hmm. it, the second half. But uh, there's some cool shit. There's some cool shit. Um, so, like, there's the, it starts with that really big ladder. Like, I mean, it's a really big satellite, right? I, don't, I can't remember what it's that is. It's a space I, antenna. An antenna, yeah. It's just a big fucking scaffolding. It reminded me of um, the South Park Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> it's going to be a stairway to heaven. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, the, so the whole, like, setup of the film, that internal monologue, I thought it's cool. Like, basically Brad Pitt, spaceman, astronaut, following in his father's footsteps. He's very calm. It was, his pulse never goes above 80. He has basically mm-hmm. zero emotion. And you kind of see his, you know, his Liv Tyler wife leaving, girlfriend, whatever. Um, and I like that. But, I caveat that with, the problem with acting like you have no emotion is it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's not emotive. <laughs> so, it changes later. But I, I just wrote that down like, yeah, it's cool that you're being emotionless, but it's also like, meh. Well, my first note for this film is you get the feeling this isn't going to be a fun romp. Yeah, <laughs> like, pretty quick, yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty quick. Um, but, yeah, I mean, th- I mean, this is very different from the sort of film that we normally do, where it's just pointing and laughing at ridiculous shit. But I think that there's a lot of very interesting ideas in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of deep, like... I don't know. Like I've si- I've since watched other reviews of this as well. I d- I wanted to not do that before actually reviewing it myself, so I wasn't tainted, as it were. Mm. But there's a massive like religious, almost like subplot to this, yeah. which you di- I didn't get uh, at the time. But or, I- I'm not like a subplot. I shouldn't say, but like massive comparison Subtext. of like yeah of. The son, like, idolising his father and chasing after him um, and all this sort of thing. Like, you can look into it with people that are much more qualified doing reviews <laughs> of things than us. It's also, um, it's also that the learning of what's out there, right? That's, that's yeah, the pretty, unknown. Pretty obvious um, and, yeah, trying to answer the big questions and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... I mean, yeah. I mean, early on, I love the fact that when there's the when he's on the space antenna, when he falls off, and you just see all these astronauts like just bailing off fucking... and like parachuting to the ground. I was like, that's fucking sick. The, the, the aesthetics in this movie are fucking awesome. Like, there's 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 mm. plenty of moments where it's like that looks really great. Um, but it doesn't focus on it like I mean, I don't want this to become a comparison between this film yeah. and Interstellar, but Interstellar focuses a lot more on like it's not a set the piece. visual side of things. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they don't make it a set piece, it's just part of the journey. I mean, this whole movie is literally a journey. Um mm. it's it's um Brad Pitt the- going after his super famous astronaut father who basically went off in search of life and left everything behind and including Brad Pitt and maybe that's why he's broken inside um daddy pretty much like that's kind yeah. of the whole plot of the movie especially the second half um so kind of whizzing through the story a little bit there's a lot of you know him falling from the space antenna like but he's like super calm the a- the actual plot for those of you out there wondering is like the earth is there's like these big electrical like surges coming from towards neptune and they don't 
like everyone's just like, oh my god, what is this? But the military's like, yeah, that's where we lost connection with your dad, who had this big antimatter thing. So maybe someone could go to Mars and try and give him a call and uh, see if we can <laughs> see if we can fix this. Um, so he's like sent to Mars. Um, and yeah. then meets like one of his dad's old colleagues on the way who comes like part of the way with him, like that old dude. And we have one of the coolest things, which I mean, I am just jumping massively through. Let's go through our wait, notes a wait, bit more wait, in order. I'm, my next one is uh, Luna going to the moon. So they, yeah, the army send him off. And he has to go to the moon to then go to Mars because that's where there is an interference. Or oh, no, it's, it's the only thing that's not knocked out by the pulse because it was out of the way enough. Um, well, basically, yeah, and because the moon is close by and launching huge stuff off of the Earth is a pain, yeah. they have they basically sent a load of stuff to the moon, but then they can mine resources and materials and build big rockets. So he goes to the moon because that's where their long range stuff is. Yeah, to go to if you're like if you're going to go into this universe anywhere past the moon, you have to go to the moon first. It's like. It's yeah. like the port. Well, that's to go and away. that's kind of what they show. They, they it's it's a gas station, so it's yeah. like and uh, it's literally turned into that. Yeah. So there's it makes it makes Luna travel look like any kind of like Ryanair budget flight um, with like stewards. The stewardess is handing um, blankets out for. I think they make a, a comment about it being the blanket and pillow pack for one hundred and twenty five dollars. Um, yeah. And like, yeah, loads of nodding politely to people in the way and putting your bags away and stuff. So like, very calm, commercial. Um, well, it's Virgin. Like, yeah, it yeah, yeah. flies with Virgin. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, you get to the moon and it's, it's basically just a train station. Uh, just it's, so you can see like there's like a, a sign for DHL. I'm surprised there's not a McDonald's, but it's that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I, I thought that was a nice touch because like the moon is completely mundane. Like, this and is... he's literally there just like my dad would fucking hate this place yeah, yeah, this <laughs> and it's just like but you that the sad truth of it is like when going to the moon becomes like regular there's going to be a fucking subway there of course like, it's, I need a sandwich it's right? like it's, it's like almost like uh, in the same way, like that Futurama episode, like one of the first ones where they want to go to the moon and they get there and it's a fucking theme park. <laughs> We're whalers on the moon. <laughs> we carry a harpoon. Well, aren't, aren't like corporations already like buying bits of moon and space and shit? I'm not surprised. Um, no, you can't. No, it's more like people are trying to get onto asteroids. You, there's like you can't really buy anything in space. Other than apparently a star and name it, but you don't really own it. No, yeah, yeah, I've got one of those fucking stars. Yeah, um, um, and so they have to get to a secure location on the dark side of the moon, or just somewhere else yeah. on the moon, uh, the far so, side of the moon. Yeah, to go away. So they get um, what you call the rovers uh, with mm-hmm. some military dudes to go across um, the moon, and they say there's pirates out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, space pirates. space pirates, amazing. Um, and like the scene is, a, it's almost made a bit comical because when the pirates inevitably show up and there's like a little rover chase, um, because it's like a bit slow because it's the lower gravity, it almost looks mm. a little bit silly. Um, but I like <laughs> how they do how it is slow and there's like the sound is very minimal because it's only kind of what you hear through their helmets. Um, like, pew. Like the guns sound great as well because they're like these weird, like almost laser sort of but, things. Yeah, they're like um, accelerator, like Rayleigh gun type things, like shooting 
yeah, they look yeah, they like sound lasers. sick. Yeah, and the, the the sounds really nice. I like the low gravity, uh, and then one of the pirates just gets blown the fuck up, and everyone dies basically. Um, yeah, pretty much. Everyone dies around Brad Pitt for the entire movie. Though. Um, but it's a very it's a very sensory movie. Like um, it makes you really, like really feel like the shudders and or the noise or or the lack of both, mm. um, and the kind of realness of everyone just going about their days <laughs> like, like, i don't know i thought i, th- I kind of i kind of liked that yeah i mean even though it's like a, very much like a lot of space films it's like oh my god the world's coming to an end yeah. but it's just like at the same time most people are just going about their fucking day like yeah that, that, that when he gets on that rocket from the moon and there's the the crew there who are like they are the military top secret boys um they're all just like having a laugh and like just like taking the piss because it's like it's just another fucking flight um yeah but yeah no i quite like that uh and <laughs> they're, they're, so they fly off in that moon rocket uh, on the way to mars uh, and they get a mayday call and it's procedure to answer a mayday call <laughs> and <laughs> the co-pilot um they basically have to go and find out what's happened to this ship that's sending out this mayday signal uh and the the co-pilot is such a little bitch just like doesn't know what to do and brad pitt's just looking at him like i'm just gonna go do it myself because this guy's a little bitch um and he just like goes out like like the captain would just go with that dude <laughs> like i think so um, yeah i mean i mean in terms of what i am aware about like Okay, for example, like when they did the first spacewalks and stuff, the mm. guy in charge of the mission was the one who stayed in the craft and then the subordinate was the one to go out. Generally, the captain in space stuff is normally the one who stays with it, but then you also had slight reverse of that, like when they landed on the moon, the commander was the one to get out first. It's weird, like, but you either way, you would... In that situation, there's, what, like, four of you on board. I don't feel like the captain would be the first one to go and respond to a mayday. Yeah. No, terrible idea. Like, what a horrible decision for morale. (laughs) And what I really thought was crazy about that bit is Brad Pitt's just like, we cannot stop. Like, we have a mission. We need to do our mission. But he can't tell them what it is. And he's been told he's not allowed to tell them. So they're just like, dude, if you tell me you have full right to take over this craft, but if you don't... If you don't tell me why we shouldn't go there, I have to go. It's like protocol. And Brad Pitts is just is just like, oh, this is stupid. We shouldn't go. And then immediately when the guys when the captain's just like, right, I'm gonna go over, he's like, Yeah, I'll come. Because <laughs> he wants to just get it that's what I'm saying, he just wants to get it done. He's just like Yeah, that. but it's not like you you have to get there. Like the, like as far as he is aware, the fate of the world is depending on him to get there. So, like, if if you're smart in that situation, you'd be like, "All right, well then, why don't you all go and I'll wait here?" I feel like or something. I feel like the point was he was just like, "Fuck this little bitch co-pilot. I'm just gonna go out there, get it done, and then we can carry on." Like that. That's what my my takeaway was. <laughs> yeah, it just seems silly, but then it turns out that it's like a medical research spaceship. Yeah, and they're floating in, and no one's responding, and all this sort of thing. And then they split up because always you do uh, in these films when you definitely shouldn't split up. They yeah. split up. Um, and then Brad Pitt comes around the corner, and the captain's sort of there in midair, just sort of like convulsing a little bit, facing away from him. And then this fucking like 
mean ass looking primate Baboon, like, pulls it down. He's like smashed the glass on the front of his helmet and eaten off his nose and like and fingers fucked and, him up. Yeah. And, and it's then, just like then, what somehow launches itself forward in the middle of the chamber. I don't know how it propels itself. I think it's meant to be at the far end, and it kicks just push, off. Yeah. I may be wrong. And when he's when he's getting eaten, he's like twitching and stuff. It's fucking that was pretty brutal. But he like pushes the captain with him, and so Brad Pitt like shoots the first primate. But then another one comes in. He pulls the captain out of that bit, shuts the door behind, and then like depressurizes the chamber, and the monkey just goes. It just like pops. Pops, yeah. It <laughs> just like splats on the little uh, keyhole window. So dark. Yeah. So dark. That bit was fun. That bit was fun. Um, but that's what I mean. Like the pace is really nice at the beginning. Because um, I remember getting yeah. like just a bit beyond this being like, oh yeah, this film's going on. It's like I looked and I was halfway through and I was like, what the fuck else happens? Um, yeah. Because I had seen it before. So we do get to Mars. And do you, how do we know that, Lewis? Everything's orange on the camera, obviously. <laughs> it's yes, like so orange. Um, bit in your face, really. Uh, but yeah, they have those like horrid, quote unquote, outdoor rooms underground in Mars to make you feel mm. like you're outside. So it's like a wraparound screen with like birds flying around and trees blowing and stuff. It make it reminded me of like airport smoking rooms if anyone who's listening is old enough to remember those like <laughs> fucking oh, mate, dire places yeah i mean I, f- I feel like one of those rooms would drive me insane quicker yeah but... <laughs> it's so gross in there um, why i want to touch the flowers why are you just showing me pictures <laughs> of them but then there's the um the woman who's like running the base there yeah and she's just like i was born here and it's just like she looks like she's never ever smiled but that's where he's gone to and they're just like oh my my quick note here the girl from american pie isn't getting many big roles these days is she girl from american pie did you not recognize her which one when they when they get to mars and they come off the craft she's like the border patrol person what which girl yeah. from american pie uh, the what's her the ginger girl who shoves the flute up her snatch, uh, her yeah 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 she's funny I like her uh, Natasha yeah, I was Leon. just like I have no fucking idea what she, her name is she's been in loads of stuff recently Russian Doll all that stuff you're just yeah, a cretin yeah you're a cretin um, uh, she's actually good uh, Orange is the New Black and stuff yeah you're a fucking loser Lewis keep, your, keep that shit locked down I'm sorry, I don't watch lesbian prison sh- sh- TV hey, shows. Hey man, that shit was good. The for movies me. I see about it are really short. <laughs> well, uh, short for you. Um, okay. I watch two minutes and I'm done. <laughs> um, anyway, um, <laughs> so yes, yes, yeah, you're I distracted. Mean, American Pie girl. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, that's all I had to say about her. Um, but yeah, then he gets. Then he gets to Mars, so he starts basically sending messages to his dad because they're close enough now. There's low enough interference that he can just start sending messages, and they like don't get any replies. And I actually saw someone break it down at one point, and it would be like something like a sixteen-hour return time. So uh, that'd be a lot. Like you're not going to sit there and wait for the fucking answer, are you? But they seem to they seem to suggest that they're listening straight away. Like he sends the yes. message, presses a button, and then the guy shakes his head on the other side of the glass. Yeah, like, I think that that's done more for unless yeah, yeah, they've yeah. kept in there for like a day and a half, <laughs> or, <laughs> maybe, or maybe he's here. gone out and then they're just like, right, come back in. So if you get a reply, you can say something straight yeah, not, away. Not most exciting uh, screen time, is it? 
Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's done for more for a dramatic effect, but then he, like, stops saying the, like, pre-written stuff and starts trying to be true. And Isaac, does this film, does this film not make you think about the relationship you have with your own father? You know, I like this movie because of that. And when my next actual note is they do a really good job. He's he's this emotionless, baseline, heartbeat kind of doesn't react or, or reacts so clinically and pragmatically that he's just so calm. Um, as soon as he realizes that his dad might still be alive mm. and he instantly has like a breakdown. And he's suddenly very like hyperventilating. He gets taken off the mission, uh, and like makes it his. It makes it his personal mission to keep going, um, and he just switches instantly because he's been dead all this time because his fucking dad left him. Uh, and when he, yeah. this truth, this core truth that he has, is fades away, he just completely switches. And I thought that was good. I liked that. Um, yeah, it's like it's it's like a coping mechanism for him because they say like, oh, my dad went. He says it at one point. He's like, yeah, my dad went to space when he i was 16 he disappeared when i was like 31 yeah. something like that yeah um and now i think it's worked out he's, he's i think he's meant to be like late 40s early 50s yeah yeah 50s yeah yeah uh, kind of similar to brad pitt's actual age yeah i think but yeah it, it really what I, I like about this film is the fact that while you have this sort of under sort of undercurrents of the whole film being like the universe is needs to be saved here the whole like especially from that point in the film onwards, it's just Brad Pitt trying to find his daddy. Yeah, and it's it's like you know the two the juxtaposition of like the huge ah oh, the universe is ending, but for him like it's more like his little world is like completely upside down yeah. now yeah. that he thinks his dad may be alive. And I really like that little contrast. Like he's like the whole point in the like, way through the film yeah the world's ending he's just like yep my heartbeat's fine my heartbeat's <laughs> fine all this sort of shit and he's just like your dad may be alive and he fr- and as you say he freaks the fuck out yeah. i just find it like you know the, it doesn't he doesn't give a shit until it's personal to him yeah um and then but my next one after that little in, that little moment i remember why i forgot this movie first half is awesome second half not so much um you know like the second half it's a, it has its moments you know i've still got fucking notes like there's loads of really pretty things like so he has to fly out all the way to neptune it's like 30 days or 60 days or something something crazy that you're not supposed to do and it's like i feel like these ships should have a fucking kindle or or like a <laughs> flash drive with friends on or something <laughs> like nothing to do Matthew Perry. <laughs> nothing to do on this fucking long haul flight um but be- before he gets that the the, the vessel that he has to take to do the flight uh, is the one with the little bitch co-pilot who is now a uh, captain because of his buddy getting his face munched by a baboon uh, and he gets everyone mm. killed <laughs> just gets well, well brad pitt gets everyone killed sneaks onto the rocket and is like i am not a threat i'm super chill and they all lose their fucking minds and yeah. uh, the guy like accelerates up and the woman just like plummets down and gets her face smashed in well they, he doesn't accelerate up they take off okay whatever <laughs> so you know what I mean. yeah and then they get crushed but then again the moron um new captain does pretty much finish them off because he just pulls out a gun yeah. starts firing it inside of a spaceship yeah. hits a tank which lets out a gas and it just well not instantly but like super quickly just kills them it just completely replaces the atmosphere um so yeah that's why i wrote little bitch captain gets everyone killed because i was right um and then yeah you know there's some pretty stuff like 
really nice Neptune's rings, and he's kind of lose like losing his mind a little bit, maybe. Um, it, it's nice, but it's just a it's a bit too cerebral to be like properly enthralling, is what I thought. Like, yeah, made you think a little bit too much that it threw me out of the story. Well, it's it's like intentionally slow paced. I think. Yeah. I can't remember. I, I think I read somewhere as well that originally the voiceover wasn't in it. Okay. Can you imagine this film without the voiceover? Because there would be long Too stretches where you quiet. Just... <laughs> Unlike Dune, where they didn't need a voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, he gets to Neptune, uh, gets to the rings of Neptune and all that sort of thing. Needs to take a little, like, little different craft to actually go to, to the one that is... Daddy. Yeah, that is. Uh, Dad was on. Uh, flies over, but then when he's trying to get in, like he can't dock with it properly, and he climbs like out of it and then onto the like main space station bit, and you just see the little docking craft fly off, and I'm just like, oh man, that would like tie it with a rope or something. <laughs> yeah, like, you, that was not you smart. You cannot, you cannot lose that. <laughs> he's like got, he's just like holding a nuke in one hand, just, and I'm just like, oh, that's bad. He just wants to see his daddy. Uh, yeah, and then you know, for our comedy podcast, my next note, profoundly sad. Brad is alone. Everyone is alone because we meet Tommy Lee Jones. Brad Pitt's father in real life too, of course. Um, mm. He's not as crazy as you kind of think he's gonna be. He's quite chill. I mean, we've we didn't mention it in the podcast, but Brad Pitt has seen footage, like classified footage of Tommy Lee Jones uh, losing his shit, basically saying, "Oh well, you know, the crew like started to rise up against me, so I had to put him down." <laughs> it's <just> like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. And then- <laughs> And then, yeah, that was like years ago. And then the events, as I understand it, is they got out to Neptune, started scanning the outer, like other galaxies for life. That's yeah. why they went out there to see if they could find life. Um, now, it got to the point where they had basically not found anything. They, they'd searched as much as they could and couldn't find jack shit. So most of his crew were just like... You know what? I guess we head home then. We've we've not done it, but Tommy Lee Jones is like, nope, we're sticking around. We're going to keep working. So he kills most of the crew. <laughs> Some are still alive with him, as far as I understand it. Then they get to a point later where they also the rest of the crew, everyone other than Tommy Lee Jones, is like, right, we're fucking done now. Um, let's head back. And then when they try and bail. That's when the electrical shit starts because they he says that they try to sabotage the craft and that's what's making his antimatter thing fuck yeah. up the earth. Yeah. That's my understanding of events. So it's not like he kills I, as far as I think, so he had accomplices which helped him kill the rest of the crew and then eventually they were like no actually those guys were probably right and then he <laughs> kills the rest of them as well. But he's like at this point this whole thing has started a couple months before. I'm just like, could no one out outpower fucking 85-year-old Tommy Lee Jones who's literally just like, I can't see very well, I've got cataracts. <laughs> and he's like a blind, old, decrepit man. Well, yeah, my thing was, he says they sabotaged it. We have no proof of that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, he could just be, he, he could have just killed them he all. He might have just gone crazy. Like, that's what I mean, you don't quite know. Um, mm. But I thought the moment... You kind of glazed, you know, went over it too fast. But the moment 
that you find out there's nothing out there. Like they got, they've taken pictures of these amazing planets that no one's ever seen before. Really cool, really cool. But there's nothing. Like literally no signs of life. And it's like that's that's really grim because the first few lines of the movie is like just some text on the screen and it says basically there is no hope. Like this is the end of humanity. So mm. that ending there or at least that bit of knowledge in the ending and it's not quite at the end um fucking brutal just leaves you completely hollow welcome to nothing but stuff let's be sad <laughs> hollow um, stuff <laughs> so, i am a but husk. right before that right before that isaac though mm. we have the personal tragedy because brad pitt gets onto the space station and then uh tommy lee jones like is like higher up in the craft than him looks down and just goes is that you, Roy? He, yeah, they called him Roy. The main character's called Roy. <laughs> Weird choice. Um, and then they start having this chat, and he's just like, yeah, Dad, it's time to go home. I'm going to take you back. And he's just like, I am home. I never fucking cared about you or your mum or any of your <laughs> small ideas or any of you bullshit shit on Earth. Like, I'm here doing important stuff. You're not fucking important. And Brad Pitt's just there. He's just fucking, like, just basically starts quietly crying. And he's just like... <laughs> Yeah, I know, Dad. I know you don't give a shit, but I still love you. Can we can we just go home? And it's just like, after all that he's been through, literally billions of miles he has travelled. Billions of miles. It's something like over 2 billion miles to get to Neptune. He gets there, and the first thing his dad says is, what the fuck are you doing here, you little prick? You dirty little bastard, <laughs> go away. And he's just like, great. Yeah, and then he... Cut, like just drifts off into space and Brad Pitt tries to save him but he has to let him go it's a bit cheese whizzy if you ask me like the blatant metaphor of letting it go let it go um, and then we have the bit where he has to get back to his ship that he left on the other side this of the ring this is the stupid this is the really fucking stupid they've made a movie which is like quite real and you don't have to suspend much disbelief for it any any at this point they've done like a good job of making it pretty tangible and then Mm. he gets a fucking is it like the rotating antenna or a door or something yeah it's 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 an antenna and just jumps through uh an asteroid ring um yeah like the precision he needs to get to that ship I'm pretty oh, sure, incredible. I'm pretty sure one pebble would just knock him out off course immediately. Well, yeah, um, it's the whole thing. Every action has a reaction, and in space, more so, if anything. Yeah, it just, and you're going he'd either through, slow like, down so field. much that he'd just come to a stop, or he'd yeah. just ping off in another direction immediately, <laughs> which I thought would be funny. The only reason that they had to go through that convoluted crap was because they wanted Tommy Lee Jones to piss off into space on his own. Otherwise, he would have just kept the craft which he went there in, which he should have. Yeah. He, Tommy Lee Jones should have just done something like, I don't know, like locked himself in an airlock and depressurized it, killed himself like that way or something like that. But they wanted to have the big metaphor of mm. physically letting him go. I don't know. It just seems like it was a bad idea. Yeah. It's bad. Um and then he rides a fucking nuclear bomb. Home, yes, again. Like the wave of a nuclear bomb. I, I I just I said this is just the same thing but magnified. He's going to use a nuclear explosion to co- to push him in the right direction for 
uh, you said two billion. I wrote down ninety-three billion miles uh, <laughs> <laughs> that he has to go, and then I wrote also, would it be fucking kilometers on a spaceship? Fucking Americans. Yeah, um, fucking Americans. Even <laughs> NASA, Americans. NASA work in centimeters, feet, inches. Not, cent- not inches. Centimeters, meters. They're called scientific units. Um, yes. Anyway, that pissed me off a little bit. Uh, and, uh, and, and then he gets home. Well, no, no. Sorry, Lewis. What did he eat? Was it poop? Where's all the poop? Oh, <laughs> what? Th- what did he eat on his journey home? The other space astronauts that died. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's poo. Because when they drag him out of his little... like, I mean, we glaze over that huge journey that he has to make it back super accurately from that from that nuke explosion. It's the whole film to get there. It's 30 seconds to get back. It's not the interesting part of the journey. Yeah, I know, I know. But anyway, as they drag him out, there's like a big old bulge in the back of his spacesuit, and I'm like, ah, there's the poop. (laughs) (laughs) Also, why isn't the stretcher closer? They have a stretcher in the background. They know they've got an astronaut who's just been through like, I think it's like 90 days in in space on his own. Mm. And they like have to like drag him to a stretcher like 20 feet away. And it's like, just move it closer, mate. Um, Mm. And I just wrote, it's a pretty cheese whizzy ending with all this I'm better now shit. Because he has, you know, his closure. Well, he gets back and he realises that there is no life in the universe. And so we got to appreciate what we got, you know? Corporate America, the big wheels telling <laughs> us to be happy with the little things that we have. And so he meets his ex-girlfriend slash wife for a coffee. Liv and... Tyler. Super unimportant Liv Tyler. Yeah, just another spaceman's girlfriend. I would not allow my mind to linger on that which is unimportant. Fuck you, Liv Tyler. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Okay. Well... Floppy or sloppy? Now, let's frame this. Floppy mm. or sloppy for a nothing but stuff listener. A butthead, as it were. And just to... Re- every now and then we will remind people of what the fuck we're talking about when we say floppy or sloppy. Floppy is bad. Sloppy is good. Think of it like burgers or blowjobs. Burgers and blowjobs. Um, burgers and blowjobs. Yep. Uh, so... Sloppy. That's I the like system. It. That is the system. Stick to it. There's no grey area. Um, it's burgers and blowjobs, or I don't know, a wet carrot, um, or penises, or, or just a floppy penis. Um, okay, no one likes a floppy penis. Um, I'm gonna go. You know what? I think so too. Sloppy. Like, I don't mind a thinky filmy. I think you feel yeah. me good times. Um, yeah, uh, it's all right. It's okay. Don't- I, if you go, if the I literally just got finished editing uh, episode thirteen, um, and if you watch this right after watching Neil Bream's Twisted Pair, <laughs> you would be like, "My God, this is the best thing I've ever seen." The sloppiest <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> no, that was amazing, but it's just, yeah, okay. very, very different. But Isaac, is that time for what's? What do I hear on the horizon? Is that? Is that a Seggy making it making its way over to us? But stuffing, but stuffing. That's you didn't say the fucking catchphrase. No, Let's I know. Get stuffing. Let's get Isaac. We're almost full, but I feel like I can take a bit more of a stuffing. I mean, I can always stuff more stuff in my mm. butt. So, what Seggy we got next? Isaac, I believe we got RPG stuff. Oh my god! Finally, we made it. 
Yeah. Because I was long-winded, man. And yeah. you know what? We haven't had one for a little while because you fucked it up last time. So no, I didn't fuck it up. You, you fucked it. You lazy piece of shit. You can't go to, go for a shit or something and write one sentence. You're probably scrolling through Instagram like all the other plebs. No, I'm too busy doing work at work. So you don't poo? Rarely at work. That's how. You, that's where you're supposed to get. You know, that's like the. It's like tips when you're a waiter. That's how you get the company time. You go for a shit for like twenty minutes every day. Not in my industry. You need to just work, <laughs> otherwise you go home poor. Shit in the chair. Anyway. Yes. RPG, RPG stuff, stuff coming to you. We should record some things like that and just put them in Hello. RPG stuff. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Clips up the uh, the seggy, the seggy segways. Yeah, or like, we did like a theme tune for Quiz Stuff one week, I'm sure. You try to do a theme tune. (laughs) You try and do a theme tune for Quiz Stuff every time, and I have to correct you. Quiz on my face. (laughs) (laughs) I I really like that one. Um, (laughs) What's this Quiz Stuff all over my face? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you stop fucking working and have time to do cool shit, then we could do stuff like that. Um, Right. RPG stuff. You're the GM. I'm Gary, the middle-aged mm. warlock. Let's mm-hmm. go. It's been fucking ages. Let's go. I think the last time we did one, we did a double one as well. Yeah, we haven't got there yet. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Gary, the middle-aged warlock. Oh, just a bit kind of like that. Yeah, okay. Got it. Got Shut the up! We haven't started yet. <laughs> just trying to get in the, in the zone. Getting those right. stinky, stinky slippers of Gary's. Well, Gary, uh, you'll remember that recently you had to Moved to a different village after you had uh, a little bit of a kerfuffle at one of the schools oh. that your children went to. Oh, yes, yes. Um, so we summoned a giant snake or a spider? A giant spider who I think was their mother? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some was, shit, I don't know. Was a bat. Um, I don't know, carry on. Yeah. Um, so you've moved to a new town. Um, had to hightail it out of there beforehand. Again. And... Um, yeah, now you find yourself, the kids are having a bit of a tough time adjusting. You know, they're being pleasant. They're, they're, they're not setting fire to anything. Um, okay. They're, they're waving cheerfully at their neighbours. They Ooh, just don't seem right. They're normalizing. They're not seeming like themselves. Yeah. Um, and being a good dad that you are, being a good middle-aged warlock dad that you are, you... Decide that, you know. Sorry, it just had to fart really loud. <laughs> it came through the bed springs and up into the mic. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll edit that out. No, I that's want a bit that too one. Too much for some people. I want that one. No, that's it. No, I'm not even going to cut that out and not send it to you. That's an outtake. That's not an outtake. <laughs> Fuck you. you got to own that shit. All right, carry um, on. This is not public release. Um, Isaac, they... uh, Gary, I should say. The kids, they're struggling to adjust, to put it that way. Um, And you decide that you need to bring something home to help them adjust. So, uh, you come home and open the door, sort of open it and go, Children! Children! Come down and see what... Yeah. Come down and see what I introduce... No, shut the fuck up! You can introduce what it actually is if you've got that in mind. Am I not... Have you already decided what the thing is? Maybe. Okay, so don't don't you dare steal my voice. Isaac, 
Gary, you get home and you want to invite the children downstairs. That's better. Oh, oh hello, uh, Galvanax, uh, are you awake? Um, in- Inferno, have you have you finished um scorching the neighbourhood pets? Oh, please, please, I beg you, come down, please. Uh, otherwise, um, it's going to get a bit scary. Come on, down you come. Father, have you had a pleasant day? As they come down, one of them like hovering through the air, the other one walking on her little, almost chicken feet. <laughs> chicken feet. Chicken feet. He's a bat and a chicken. Uh, and- well, let's say the little girl um, is wearing a nice, pretty dress, and her legs are just chicken legs coming out. Oh, I, I can I can see her like. You know, like bat wings are their arms and they have the little hands kind of in the arms. I see her like kind of scrabbling along the floor like in her little polka dot dress. Um, oh, oh, it's so good to see you. Um, yes, please. Would you would you take, like to take a look at this? <laughs> <laughs> Gary, in your hands, there is a box. Um, yes. And yes. when you open the lid of the box... You hear a sort of scraping and scratching sound when all of a sudden out jumps a small pig. A small pig. Small pig. Uh, Does it go crazy? Is it cute or is it just running around terrified? Oh, it's adorable. It's a little bit befuddled and a little scared. But it it calms down. It's pretty cute. Okay. I'm about to fuck your shit up, Lewis. Are you ready? Go for it. Inferna, I mean, she immediately just like leaps upon it, uh, kind of pins it down. It's squealing. It's reeling. It's trying to get out of there. She just sinks mm-hmm. her teeth into the back of its neck. Uh, and at the same time, Galvanax is just like conjuring some fire up into his hands. Uh, mm-hmm. And he just kind of presses his hands onto its head and it starts to burn from the inside out uh, mm-hmm. until you, all you can do is smell uh, bacon and uh, the iron of blood in the room. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that was just the snack. I think it's time to go and get a pet. Don't you think that's a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> Come, children! Uh, and he was going to just scatter on the floor like a, I don't know, a handful of rotten eggs. They just kind of squelch out in a really good circle on the ground uh, until a nice uh, pit to hell opens up. And it's playing uh, Muzak, like a little bit of kind of generic jazz. No, that's cantina music. <laughs> this is more like... <laughs> Ironically, uh, hell would be full of scat, so... Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so so yeah, you, you do all of that, but... Um, I need you to roll 2d6 and tell me what each one of them gets. God, you like fucking with the system, don't you, Lewis? Uh, I have a fox head, which I believe is a six on my wife's one. I had the turtles, she has the foxes. Uh, and a five. Six and a five. Oh, okay. So, as the children sort of get up from mauling <laughs> the little baby pig, yep. Um, all of a sudden, out of... What was the little girl's name? Inferna. Inferna. Um, she starts like sort of rubbing her tummy, and not feeling very well for a few moments. Oh, Inferna, um, you've been at the bloodstocks already, haven't you? This wasn't even your first breakfast today. Uh, but you know, after after a few seconds, she like belches up some smoke. 
Um, normal, and doesn't normal. feel great, yep. but she's, you know, sort of shakes it off. Um, and the little boy, um, Galvanax, all of a sudden, Galvanax starts almost feeling really woozy for a moment, and um, oh god, he just looks like you know his color, the the gray, he's less gray, <laughs> less more gray, gray than more, he normally is. <laughs> one of the one of the gray. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, the worst kind of gray, as he feels very woozy for a few moments, um, and then. Quite strangely, though, um, you just hear it, wee, 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 and uh, the pig just sort of pops back up and starts running around again. Wait, the pig that has been devoured? Yeah. It's like been drained of blood and scorched. Is it healed yeah. or is it is like a zombie pig? Uh, it looks the exact same as before. So so it has been healed? Or it's, it's got like it's got a wound on its neck and it's got like burnt hair and there's like no red wound eyes. on it. The bur- okay. there's no sign of burning on it now. Oh. It looks whole again. Oh, oh I, I opened the portal to hell too soon. The soul hadn't properly left. It must have merged with some kind of demon. Um, children, are you okay? I want to like test them for curses and stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, how do you test them? Uh, I'm gonna just, like, pull their tongues out and try and read their tongues for curses. Now roll 2d6. <laughs> oh, another 6 and a 5, baby! Yeah, so, it seems that while they haven't had as as effects as bad as they could be, it seems that both of them do have the oinking curse now, <laughs> which I have just named it. Okay. Uh, are they becoming pig-like, or are they uh, comatose? What's going on with them? So, it seems, with your good role, that what one of them afflicted on the pig, the other one seems to be now feeling. Oh, so, so Galvanax pig... is burning from the inside out and mm-hmm. Inferna is being drained of her blood from her neck. Or that's what she feels opposite, like. Opposite way around. So Inferna feels like she's burning from the inside. Galvanax is um, feeling drained of blood. Okay, um, that's but they're, they're sort of weirder. They're sort of holding it together. But uh, after a few moments when um, Infer- Inf- Inferna is... You know, she starts coughing up more smoke, but mm. it's like, <coughs> and then starts um, oinking. Almost starts oinking. Yes, both of them. Let's say that Inferno had the five and Galvanax had the six, so doesn't uh, seem to be quite as bad. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, there's only one way to put a stop to this. We must catch that pig. Um, I think I will whistle towards the portal to hell that I've created. And it's like... Mm-hmm. That's like a huge kind of shadow. Let's say f- three and a half headed dog uh, comes bounding. Half. Three and a half. half. Three and a half. Three and a half headed dog comes bounding out of the, the stairs. Uh, it's just like the bottom jaw. Just, the bottom jaw just, just bottom snapping just, up against nothing. Yeah, just moving up and down. Um, and, oh, oh, there he is. Oh, come here, boy. Come here, boy. Uh, and I just, like, cuddle my enormous uh, Cerberus and a half. Um, <laughs> and I say, we've got some hunting to do, Slappy Tickle. Let's go find them. 
Slappy Tickle. Slappy Tickle, tickle, that's what came to my head. And that's what we're going Mm -hmm. with. Slappy Tickle. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just Slappy for short. Uh, And uh, I'm going to like hold on to his flaming leash and let it drag me around the house as it hunts the pig. It doesn't go far. It's like three feet away under the sofa. Oh, yeah. So it's just going to snap and snap and snap at the pig uh, and try and eat it. It it certainly catches the pig and starts like biting chunks of it off puncturing it all over um really just going at it it's like gnawing this fucking thing apart um but very soon yeah um <laughs> you're soon. sitting you, you've got you've got the uh you've got the dog on the lead sort of thing all of a sudden you just hear a slap it and from its side <laughs> uh, a big puncture wound comes out and blood starts pouring out and then another one on the other side and then one of its legs like breaks and like crunches um into different pieces um and (laughs) you you hear a sly oinking from under the sofa (laughs) and um you just see the pig sort of scurry away looking looking um, smarmy the smarmy little baby pig yeah absolutely and um as as you're as your dog slap and tickle or whatever he's called. Slappy tickle. Um, <laughs> slappy tickle. Uh, yeah, just starts getting eaten, sort of broken. <laughs> yeah, by some sort of some sort of spiritual mm-hmm. craziness. Okay, spiritual craziness. Nice. And the children, I'm afraid, Isaac, slowly appear to be getting worse. They're turning into pigs. They're not turning into pigs. But what's I mean, going on? What's no worse boy- then? Inferno's belching up more smoke. Oh okay. no, she does that every Saturday. Yeah, but not like this. Okay, like there's no blood in it. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> no. I say there's blood in it. You're just gonna be like, oh, that's normal. <laughs> okay, um, right. I kick Slappy Tickle back down the hellhole. Just, I just kind of brush him away with my foot. Um, the mangled corpse. The man- of, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna just kind of reach down and touch both of my children's foreheads uh, with my grimy fucking fingernails uh, and invoke Asmodeus. Oh, Asmodeus, Asmodeus, please. Rock me, Asmodeus. Please stop the sands of time for these children. Uh, and I want to try and like put them in like a stasis, both of them. All right, roll away. We've rolled really well so far. Oh, there's another fox head six and a three. Got a nine, baby. So you're just trying to sort of put put them to sleep, freeze time for them. Yeah, like a little stasis pod. Okay. So they sort of fall down to the ground and the, these horrible pustule blood sacks sort of form and wrap around them. Oh, nice. And they're sort of, you can sort of, you know, like when you get a really pussy wound, you can tell that you can like see into it and you can see all the pus inside. Mm. There they are, like pressed up, but all like mangled on the inside. Oh, just, <laughs> um, just like how they were born. Thank you, Asmodeus. Uh, I like, I like kiss my two fingers and like hold it up, down towards the floor for Asmodeus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can see them inside. It has slowed it down, but it hasn't stopped it. Okay, I uh, will go to the kitchen. Um, and I think the kitchen's off. Roll. I think the kitchen's off <laughs> off screen. You can just see the pig, just kind of like thinking about what I'm doing, and you hear like crashing, some scraping. I'll tell, I'll tell you what the pig does. And there's some fire kind of belching out the door, smoke, but general business in the kitchen um, until it kind of all goes a bit calm, and then you hear a like ding ding ding, 
a bit like a, a like a teaspoon on a wine glass or something coming from the dining room around the corner. The pig does not know. The pig does not react. It's a pig. <laughs> it's a smarmy pig. Um, it's but a okay, smarmy pig. The, but it's not an intelligent. The pig, pig can smell yummy food. Okay, I'll do. Uh, I it will. For, it comes for yummy food. I will thaumaturgy a cartoon smoke hand, which like beckons him with a big finger uh, towards the steam. The I think you'll look. Find. Fuck off. Um, you don't know what I've cooked. You're telling, you're telling the game master to fuck off. Yeah, you don't know what I've cooked. Fuck off. The pig runs out the door. You're never going to catch him. Game Bye. fucking over then. All right, the next film. No. It... <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm backing it over with my smoke hand of delicious goods. It will come to the steam hand of delicious goods. Steam hand. Um, steamy hand. Steamy hams. Uh, and I have put on a like nice tableware, uh, like a nice little, what do you call it? A spread. Uh, with with some you know candles, I'm I'm, I'm whining and dining the pig, mm-hmm. um, and I'm wearing a tuxedo made of spiders. Live? Yep. <laughs> like holding their legs together. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the pig is curious. <laughs> um, it's a curious little piggy. Are you uh, rolling for curious? Yes, very curious. <laughs> it's so fucking curious. One may say, <laughs> on a scale of one to six, it's a level six of curiousness. <laughs> uh, and uh, um, I'll pull the chair out. I'm a gentleman, uh, and I'll tuck a little handkerchief around its neck and um, wine and dine it, baby. Pour some wine. Yeah, I mean, almost, almost like a cartoon. It all of a sudden pops onto two legs and strolls over. And goes, well, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oink oink, and uh, sits down and yeah, allows you to tie a neckerchief on. And yeah, I try and converse with the pig. Any kind of, sp- I, I use maybe some speaky with animals kind of spell. animal handling check, please. An animal handling. Yeah, no, I mean, I've got magic though, so it's a magic animal handling. I'm going to try and talk in pig language if that's the one that it. Nope, that's a four. <laughs> uh, while it accepts the generous offer of a seat and what appears to be a meal, uh, you do actually make a bit of a faux pas. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> My table manners aren't up to scratch. Yes, um, you you picked up your glass with your left hand, and it must be the right, oh, no. in, in, in the land of pig. And so it, it is slightly put off. Okay. Um, by your advances at this point. Okay, I'm gonna after we're done, and I can tell that it's not happy with my performance. Uh, I'm gonna invite it down to the to the basement. Mm. <laughs> uh, how do I how do I coax the pig down there? Um, I am going to get conjure up a nice little bucket of mud, uh, and just smear it all over its face a little bit seductively. Uh, and Smear then, it on the pig's face. Yeah, the mud. The pigs, they love uh-huh. mud. Uh, and then I'm going to lick my fingers clean seductively and bring the bucket towards the, the basement steps and be like, there's more where that comes from. Roll an animal arousal check. Animal arousal check. <laughs> uh, six and a five again. That's three of those. Okay. Uh, the, the pig's hard. Uh, the pig... <laughs> <laughs> its tail has gone straight. Its dick is solid as, uh, solid as, as mahogany. Ra- Lovely. And uh, yeah, it follows you. Okay, I'm going to trap it in my fire circle, which I've made in my new house again. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to like lure it into... I've got like a... Um, 
kids paddling pool filled with mud down there yeah, in the middle of the circle which I've arranged very I don't think it needed to be trapped it fucking loves that uh, it's it just, rock hard just jumps in gets into the mud maybe I don't need the fire circle um, I'll put like a like a an invisible charm circle around it so it's like contained but not I'm not going to sacrifice its soul uh, it's just mm-hmm. super happy in the mud and then I'm just going to like have a little smile and a wink and go upstairs and close the door Okay, so you're not doing anything to try and stop the degradation and degrading of your children? No. (laughs) 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 Well, I guess we'll wrap up uh, RPG stuff there, everyone, for the time being. Um, The slow death of your children has begun. Yep. Perfect. Digesting for Asmodeus. Sure. Maybe they'll be merged into one stronger child. (laughs) <laughs> maybe so basically your children got injured it your dog died and then you whined a, and dined a pig gave it a hard on and that's the end of the session yes that's right sir <laughs> tune in next week for the <laughs> next exciting episode of nothing but stuff <laughs> how did we go from one moment talking about the relationships between a father and his son and a universe ending to a pig having a fucking hard-on in a bucket of mud. Hey, so, uh, remember to like, subscribe, review, wherever you got this podcast. Email us at nothingbutstuff at gmail.com. Two T's in the butt. Uh, Two T's. You can try Patreon, but Lewis is fucking useless. There's nothing there. How are we ever going to make any money? Who knows? Uh, I mean, you can put, you can pay us money. There's just nothing there to get. Follow us but on. You can just be nice. Follow us on Instagram, um, or I guess Twitter slash X. Who fucking knows? I don't use that. Threads. Threads is there. Instagram's the best one. At NB Stuff Podcast. You say it's the best one. I I sometimes check it. I'm, gonna, I'm bad at that sort of thing. I'm gonna do it. I'm going to take over from you because you're shit and no one is on the other thing. So I'm just going to do and it. You don't you well, we barely just, do anything we else. Both do it. Um, yeah. Okay. Next movie, Lewis. Mm. Uh, I think it's one of those classic bad movie podcast movies, but I kind of mm. really want to see it because I've never seen it. And apparently it's incredible. Um, What's this? This is Hard Ticket to Hawaii 1987. Have you heard of this? No. No. Who stars in it? Oh, no one that you know. Um, oh, okay. It's in Hawaii, an undercover DEA agent and her civilian friend stumble upon a drug trafficking operation and have to enlist the help of all of their colleagues slash friends to go after the vicious drug kingpin. Amazing. It's got rockets, explosions, boobs. It's going to be amazing. Do have you watched Samurai Cop? Did we That's watch that on together? the list. We mentioned that a lot. Uh, we cut, we half watched it at yours, if you know what I mean. So that's the next movie, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. It would make a lot more sense if you actually watch it, but we'll make it funny anyway. Isaac, where can the people watch this? Is it on a platform? I don't fucking know. Figure it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I have no idea whether you knew where to find it or not. So, stupid stuff my kid cried about. Oh, and this kid is stupid, everybody. You wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Big old meltdown because I didn't mm-hmm. get off of the sofa to go upstairs to her room so she could show me an empty box. That's it. Good night, everybody. So, so she told you that the box was empty? Yes. Told me it was an empty box and I had to see it. I said no. Big cry cry.
Beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, guys. Time to bounce. This has been a, a shorter episode of Nothing But Stuff, ladies and gentlemen, but um, we do appreciate it. And remember, I also spent time at the beginning of this podcast pausing for you to like and subscribe. <laughs> so even shorter than that. Um, yeah. 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 Have some delicious content, you pigs. I'm going to go take a shit. (laughs) Delicious goods. I'm going to edit all of this out so no one knows what he's done. Delicious goods. Delicious, delicious. Decide that, you know. Sorry, it just had to fart really loud.